Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. It must not be forgotten that the basic law of children's creativity is that its value lies not in its results, not in the product of creation, but in the process itself. It is not important what children create, but that they do create, that they exercise and implement their creative imagination. Well, that was something I found in one of my uni teaching textbooks by a guy called Vygotsky. Let me tell you a little bit about him. Oh, and I'm Claire Tonti. Welcome to Just Make The Thing, a podcast for people like me who want to start a thing and keep on making it. In my previous life, I was a primary school teacher, and well, this guy Vygotsky came up with a notion called the zone of proximal development that we spoke a lot about in our first year of teaching. The idea that there is a sweet spot for learning, something new, a bridge between the known to the unknown, where growth happens, where it's not too easy, not too hard, and just right, as Goldilocks would say. Well, this week, Chanel and I are there. What Vygotsky failed to mention is that it's still bloody scary. This week, we are both realising just how far out of our comfort zones we are. Embarking on learning and creating something puts you out of your comfort zone. And well, I don't know about you, but it gives me palpitations and that weird stomach feeling like there's someone just churning your guts around in there with a spatula. So here we are discussing where we're at, where we're going, how we're going to get there and that horrible sinking feeling when you don't know exactly what you're doing. Who wants to hear every musing in my head? Probably nobody. Yeah, except for me. I love hearing you talk. I could talk to you all day. You rang me last night. We were supposed to do this podcast last night. But instead we're doing it today because I was so tired. I was going to fall over. So I'm all right. So anyway, I guess we just get started. Let's do it. Yeah. So we've had some adventures <laughs> in our creative endeavours that we're trying to keep doing recently. And uh, do you want to tell us a little bit about where you're at with your yoga and I think digestive <laughs> things, not personal digestive issues? How's oh, it going with yeah, your new job and your yoga? It's good. So um, I am now, what, four weeks away from finishing my course, which is mm. a bit scary because things are getting real. And um, I think I'm starting to get a grasp of the stuff that I'd like to focus on in my practice and I guess almost the direction I'd like to go in with my teaching, which is good, but it's still early days. Mm-hmm. Um, and so through a friend, um, I've managed to score some teaching gigs in some schools. Uh-huh, which is also my friend too. Yes, yes, she, our mutual friend. Our mutual friend who we will talk to or talk about or talk to, we'll talk to her yeah. as well, Nadia, because yep. she's amazing too. She she's amazing, be, yeah. She used to be a teacher and now she's running her own dance company. Yeah, so she's made quite the thing. Yeah. She's made a massive thing. Yeah, I was yeah. helping her out all day yesterday at yeah. um, this 
launch the yeah it was really cool yeah pretty amazing so I I I mean I work in a industry where I'm surrounded by like adults and (laughs) like real people like real adults and now I'm faced with the prospect of teaching grade ones and so (laughs) I'm super excited but also terrified you should be of it (laughs) because they are I, I mean I have a niece who's eight and they are super smart and they're really quick to tell you when they think you're doing a crap job. So, <laughs> yeah, that's the joy of yeah. kids. There's no filter there. Yeah. And if they, if like we're a group of adults, when you talk to a group of adults, everyone may be bored, but everyone has this weird social thing where they're like, well, I'm not going to put up my hand and say you're boring. No, they're so polite. Yeah. Whereas, Children will tell you. No, someone will like stand on their head or put their bottom in your face <laughs> or like, like, I don't know, throw something at another kid or just put their hand up and say I don't understand yeah yeah uh, why can't we do something else yeah, when's yeah. the bell ringing I'm hungry yeah, <laughs> yeah. or as my niece did like a little while ago this is boring yeah. I'm bored <laughs> yeah that's a very common thing it is so um it'll be an interesting learning experience for me and I'm really excited uh about doing it I really am um I'm just it's occurred to me over the last few days in particular how ill-prepared I am for it <laughs> And so, like, even something as simple as having enough yoga mats for an entire classroom, it occurred to me yesterday that yeah. I only had five. <laughs> Which I, you said to me that it's still two weeks away. Yeah. So to me, that's super organized. Yeah. In my head, I was like, well, that's great. Good on you for remembering that because me would be buying them from Kmart on the way to the gig and freaking out. So I'm very impressed. Yeah. So I, I mean, I, very sweetly, my mom drove all around Victoria yesterday to all the various targets stores and purchased <laughs> all of the yoga mats that there ever was <laughs> they're out they're all sold now out they're now at my house yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> that's exactly right oh, so gosh. um yeah it's just it's been an interesting learning experience in just trying to get myself prepared for this new endeavor which is completely alien to me and mm-hmm. so every time I find something out that I need to sort of organize or need to do I'm always shocked by it because I think why didn't I think of this? I just didn't think of this. Yeah. So, yeah. No, it's it's going really well. It's just, um, yeah, the experience with kids will be very different. I mean, I'm used to working with adults and I can just tell someone if I think they're behaving unprofessionally. I feel like that wouldn't fly with children. No. Uh, <laughs> not. You're behaving unprofessionally. Let me speak to you after, yeah. after class. Oh, sometimes you could do that. I'm report your behavior to your manager. Yeah. <laughs> I reckon the major thing with kids is you've got to be genuine and upfront. Yeah. And yep. and you don't enter into a negotiation. It yep. is not a negotiation. <laughs> you do not start. Once you've entered into a negotiation with kids, particularly in a whole classroom setting, yeah. you've lost. Oh. There's absolutely nothing you can do. So you really just have to sh- nip it in the bud. Yeah. And yeah. you've got to be firm but fair and be really firm from the outset so they know what. And I actually would... Now I'm just going. No, into no, my I need you to brain. actually write me a list of things. I need like to start developing a mantra for the next two okay. weeks. Shot over <laughs> tequila before you get there. <laughs> uh, intravenous caffeine. No, no, it's really kids are awesome, but they do really love boundaries, mm. and they also like it when you really explicitly say upfront what you expect. Okay. So if you say in this classroom we treat each other with respect, we put our hand up before you speak, we um, listen to each other, we're going to have fun, but we want to also make sure everybody's safe and feels happy and comfortable, and so we listen to each other. And once you set up those expectations, the first thing someone will do in the class is try and break them. Oh, <laughs> 
Because there's one kid in there that's always like, sweet, there are rules. I'm going to see if she really means it. <laughs> and then you have to mean it. Oh, and then, okay. And once that, once you've set that up and you kind of shut down, sounds awful because kids are so wonderful and you don't want to shut down their spirit or creativity, mm. but you have to shut down some of their BS sometimes. Yeah, right. Because okay. otherwise they walk all over you. So if you do it from the beginning and, and if someone jumps in, you just say, no, that's not how we behave. What did we say? What's the rules, everybody? We put our hand up before we speak. That's how it works. And then they get it. And then those kids actually like you even more. Even though it's not really about being liked, you have to remember that too. But, you know, they 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 want you to tell them where that line is. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. Because they'll further – yeah. And then you'll have a great time. But also they get to be moving. Kids love moving. Yeah, so I, think, I think so. I mean, I think um, – I mean, I've been teaching to a few, talking to a few teachers who, um, yoga teachers who work with kids, and they say they are um, some of the funnest groups yeah. of people to work with because Definitely. they are so honest with you, and they're also um, not afraid. Mm. Adults, Big one. Um, just from my observations in classes, are often really scared to try stuff because they're scared they'll look stupid or I'm not flexible enough, I'm not strong enough, so I'm just not going to do it. Yeah. Um, whereas, like, I understand kids will just give it a go and that's part of the fun, you know. It's part of the learning experience for them and for me just mm. to see what they're capable of. So, yeah, I'm I'm excited and equally terrified. <laughs> oh, you'll be great. But I think, um, and they are, kids are just so enthusiastic about stuff most of the time, especially when they get to move around because if they're stuck in a classroom. But I, what I think is really interesting about all of this, and I've found this this week too, mm-hmm. when you're making something and you move into the next step of it mm-hmm. where you're out of your comfort zone, mm-hmm. where it's no longer just fun and games and you've really got to prove yourself, yes. yep. prove to yourself that you can do something, yep. that like pit of your stomach fear-inducing anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and to me, like that's happened to me this week because I – we had this really cool article written about us in a real-life magazine. Oh, amazing. Like an actual magazine. I got interviewed and everything. And I was like, yeah, I'm a real woman yeah. doing this thing that I'm doing. Anyway, so, yeah, our photo was in there. It was really exciting. Um, and so I looked at it on paper and I thought, wow, this is really cool. It's becoming something. Mm-hmm. And then, but at the same time, I kind of realized that, our worth as a company is I had a couple of meetings with different people who kind of explained it to me who are from the corporate world mm-hmm. and they said, Claire, your worth as a company, a lot of it is to do with perception yeah. and what you are willing to, you know, negotiate to and yep. your bottom dollar. And so this week for me has been a bit of learning around um, what money is worth and yeah, what right. advertising campaigns actually charge. Yep. And they are way more than what I would have anticipated mm. they would be. And so I've sort of come to this point where um, I really truly believe in the creatives in our company and what they're doing and they're just doing such an incredible job. And our audience are so wonderful and fantastic mm. and so engaged because those guys do such a great job. And so it's learning for me how to run the business side of things so that yeah, everybody right. um, is comfortable and also is um, looked after and and that paid what they should be being paid, yeah. which is kind of a boring conversation or like sounds like a kind of money-grubbing conversation to have. But I think 
sometimes when you're a creative person, you don't have that other side of the brain, which is a business brain. Well, I mean, that's essentially that's your livelihood, right? And um, just to slightly digress, we'll come back to the money thing. Um, It's just occurred to me that you are exploring the world of professional like organizations and adults in that sphere. And I am moving into the world of kids. <laughs> that, what is that? that? What in the world is topsy-turvy? Yeah, what is going on? <laughs> I hadn't even thought about that. Yeah, yeah. So we are literally <gasps> switching over, we which is are. crazy. Because you've been adulting in the adult world <laughs> for adults for a long time. And I'm faced with these people that are like littler than me and, and just – like have lost, have no professional filter. And I'm like, oh my God, how am I going to deal with people if I can't report them to their manager? And they have no shame or sense of like it. Or I can't tell them to put things in writing. No, no. Whereas I'm like getting shocked when everyone, like you gave me some advice and you're like, make sure everything is in writing. I'm like, writing? Oh, I thought we could just have a chat with people and then get along so well. And I've been doing business by like how I work with kids, which is like building up their self-esteem and like building on my relationships with people. And you're like, no, get it in writing. It's a whole nother world. It is. There's so many rules as well in the adult world. There are so many rules. My goodness. And so many ways that people are just trying to screw you over. They're so screwing you over. And it's horrible because you kind of feel like you want to be trusting and and to a degree you will learn who you can trust and who will back you um but at the same time you need to just trust yourself a little bit and you have to learn Mm. um to push but in a way that's kind of respectfully assertive because once you start bullying then that's also a problem yeah because I'd be a great bully (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah she's so tough all over me (laughs) Yeah, I know, but you're right. I do, yeah. you know, I'm, and I'm learning that too. I can be quite assertive when I want to be. Yeah, but I'm learning that I have to develop. I think more of a. Um, I still want to be myself and be genuine in this, but mm-hmm. I don't. But I, I do need to develop maybe a thicker skin. Yeah, and be less um, cautious about or agreeable. Yeah, I have to be a bit less agreeable. Yeah, and yeah. I think I think also your tendency and mine too and I'm constantly fighting against it is when someone asks me to do something or when I commit to something, I will compromise like myself physically a lot of the time as in mm. like my energy, my time to be able to deliver something and even though maybe What's the expression? You bite off more than you can chew sometimes. Because you've made the commitment and you have the integrity, you're like, well, I need to deliver on this at whatever cost. And often it's to yourself. Yes. So, um, yeah, there is really a learning experience in sort of safeguarding yourself and your own own value, like learning your own Mm. value. Um, As you say, it's about perception. And that's, I mean, that's, as we say, it's like, it's a learning experience. It's, yeah. it's, it's all about making those mistakes and then mm. learning from them and, and growing yeah. with your, you know, with your creative pursuit, but also the business side, side of, of it too. Becoming, I'm becoming a grown up Chanel. Aww. I'm becoming a bloody grown up. <laughs> I don't like it. When you're ready to uh, <laughs> impart your wisdom and tell me what is involved, that would be great. <laughs> I'm figuring it out as we go along. Because I still feel, I don't know about you, but sometimes I still feel like a little bit of an imposter. Sometimes even when I'm at work. Yes, that imposter syndrome is huge. Um, And I'm like, yeah, yeah, no worries. I'll do that. And then I'll write things. And I'll think, did that come out of my brain or someone else's? Like you sort of forget. Um, So And forget to own what it is that you've actually achieved and accomplished. 
Like you have degrees, you have all this experience mm. in, you know, government departments mm. and, you know, the Department of Justice and working in all these different kind of sectors. Mm. I don't know if that's the right word. No, I do no, in inverted right. comments. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you know, all the different things that you've mm. done in your career. And so if someone else, and if you actually, I think if you saw yourself on paper and it, what you didn't know it was you, but you mm. saw your CV on paper and mm. someone else, you'd be like, geez, that girl's freaking amazing. <laughs> like, that. She's so professional. Like, That's amazing. But when it's you, you mm. sort of, you sort of feel like, I constantly feel like that. Mm. Someone's goes, I only got this because there was no one else to get it. Yeah. Or, you know, like even I remember I got a leadership position in at school. I mm-hmm. got given the student wellbeing role and there was a couple of other people that were going for it and, I got it and the whole time I was in that role, I kept thinking to myself, oh God, they just didn't know what they were doing. They made a mistake. Yeah. You know, or why? And it was, and not that, yeah, it was just, it's a funny, this funny idea that you, yeah, that even when you do achieve things. It's not really something that you're allowed to take credit for. Yeah. Or that you haven't actually, you don't actually deserve it. Yeah. Which is crazy because you do all the work. (laughs) I know. And you're there's showing up every day and like putting in all your two bob sense or bob or something i'm Mm. so bad with my metaphors yeah Mm. it's it's such a strange feeling and so like even today i had a conversation with um one of the people we're working with one of the creatives and he's so talented and Mm -hmm. incredible and he gave me some wonderful advice Mm -hmm. just around thinking through representation and Mm -hmm. whether whether or not we need someone to go into bat for us and also oh okay yeah and also understanding what we're actually worth and saying it's actually okay if someone comes to you with um something Mm -hmm. and and they're not willing to pay what you you think it's worth then walk away. Yep. And that's hard as a creative. Yeah. Particularly someone who works themselves because you think, well, I can just do it for half that and I'll just do it. And, yeah. you know, that's some money for us. Yeah. But we are in the position, yep. I think, where if you do that, you it becomes detrimental to in the future to what mm-hmm. you can achieve. Absolutely. So you have to kind of know your line. I guess it's a bit like salary negotiation. Mm. You kind of have to know your line. And Knowing say, your worth, yeah, mm. and – um. It is a really uncomfortable conversation to have, but it's also necessary because I think you, otherwise you're almost compromising your, sounds overly spiritual, but like you're almost compromising your soul if you aren't willing to ask for what you deserve. Mm. Um, I mean, and there is a difference between inflating your ability Mm. and misrepresenting your your yes. the, the product, the skills that you can yeah, give. and I'm saying something that that's deceptive because you can't actually deliver on yeah. your yeah. Well, that I mean, that's the thing. Yeah. The last thing that you would I think you would ever want. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. In the professional, or even sort of any sort of realm, is overpromising and underdelivering because you develop yeah. that reputation, and and then that's not a good thing. Yeah. But also, underselling yourself is not great either. either. 
yeah. trying to find the happy medium. I don't know where it is. Yeah. If you Let's find it, let me know. We'll call out for a happy medium. Yeah. Where are you? I'm making a coffee date with you. Yeah. I can't find you anywhere. What's your number? Yeah, it's so true. I think that's that, what is that word, that word that we use all the time? Balance. Balance. Balance in all things. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah. I just want to eat yeah. a whole lot of ice cream, Chanel. Yeah. Not just a bit. <laughs> I hate those people, and you're probably one of those people, who say like, I just have two squares of dark chocolate a night. I just <laughs> have it in the fridge and I just have two and that's me, me done with my green tea. I'm like, no, I'm eating the whole freaking chocolate or it's not, uh, I'm putting it away. I probably do have two squares of dark chocolate, you but are, I will. You knew you would be one of those That people. said, I will eat a whole bag of Twisties. Okay, good. So you are, you do have some uh, flaws in there. Yes, chicken flavored. <laughs> and apparently... Apparently, according to my dear husband, I eat them funny. So I'll sit <laughs> on the couch and I'll make, I'll eat them really loudly or something. And so he'll often just look over at me and, and he'll laugh. I'm like, stop making fun of me. He's like, it's just adorable. You really love twists. <laughs> there is something delicious about that funny shaped little tube yes. thing and the flavoring and the way that they crunch. Yeah, like what's in them, really? Are they packing peanuts or are they actual food? I'm still not (laughs) sure. I don't know. What are packing peanuts? You know those polystyrene things that you stick in boxes? Yeah, I do see a image of packing. Of literal peanuts? Little peanuts for you? Like you can hire them to come over to your house and you don't pack because packing is the freaking worst. Oh, packing is the worst. That would be very cute. Yeah, it would be. Little packing twisties. (laughs) Hanging out with their buds, the packing peanuts. (laughs) Oh, God. Okay, I'm losing my mind. Um, Anyway, going back to what we were saying before Mm -hmm. about fear Mm -hmm. and this whole idea of being in this space where you're kind of nervous Mm -hmm. and got all this anxiety and, and stuff. There's this really cool theory in education that it reminds me of, and it's called the zone of proximal development. Oh, that sounds... Have you heard about that? No, it sounds fancy, though. Well, now that you're teaching children, let me enlighten you. So it's by this dude called Vygotsky. And basically, if you're a teacher, you probably already know this, but there's this human idea for human beings that um, when you're learning something new, there's this sweet spot mm-hmm. that you should be in, so mm-hmm. where it's not too hard and not too easy. Mm-hmm. So if kids are in a space where things are a task is way too hard for them, yep. they're out of their zone of proximal development and they're yep. not going to achieve it because it's way too hard and out of their realm. Yep. And if it's too easy, yep. then kids like will get bored or yep. they'll just keep repeating what they already know and what they can already do, which I love doing because that's mm. fun. You can be like, look how great I am. I'm doing the thing I know how to do and I'm in the situation. I know how to be yep. and I'm with my friends and they think I'm funny and it's great rather than like being in that work environment or that going to that job interview where you're out of your comfort Comfort zone zone. yeah right but but it's yeah it's the idea that you kind of sit yourself in that spot where it's uncomfortable but Mm -hmm. not so uncomfortable that you want to just go home and collapse in the corner yeah do you know what I mean (laughs) yes yeah yeah Yeah. and so I think that's where we're both at the moment Mm. in our zone of proximal development yes yeah they call it scaffolding is another way of thinking about it so to get kids to go from or anyone in learning to Mm -hmm. go from like one point to another point you need to give them scaffolding but not walk them across it yeah do you know what I mean yeah yeah so you're building a kind of bridge so that they have to it's hard enough that they have to really try and they're learning but not so hard that they would the whole thing will just collapse too hard and they give up yeah yeah exactly Um, And so that's, I think, where I feel like I am at the moment. And Mm -hmm. sometimes I'm fine with it. And sometimes I'm so anxious I can't sleep. 
Yeah, so no, don't... me too, me too. I mean, it hasn't yet happened with um, my yoga teaching yet and I'm sure at some point in time it will. Mm. Uh, it's definitely happened with my job before um, and that's often, just from personal experience, I often find it's because I haven't had the adequate support yeah. because I want to be able to, you want to be able to give things a go and exactly. learn, make mistakes and grow from that. Yeah. But at the same time, if you have absolutely no idea what you're doing, the fear of failure is like amplified. Yeah. Don't you think? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And my stress and anxiety manifests in not sleeping. Yeah. Oh, you're the same as me. Oh, yeah. And it's, I mean, I have watched so many reruns of Parks and Recreation. It's not <laughs> funny. I reckon I know that season, that, that, that whole series back to front because that's my go-to. Yeah. To try and relieve it. Relieve it. Yeah. Well, because Leslie knows it makes everybody feel better. She about really themselves. does. She really does. She's pretty amazing. Although I suspect if she was real, like she probably wouldn't sleep either. <laughs> no, I don't think she does. She'd make binders. Yeah. That's she, she's up all night making binders. But that's, it's funny actually, because mm. um, on like a, a more serious note, mm-hmm. I, I, well, clearly I shared my terrible thing that happened to me mm-hmm. with everybody. Yeah. So, um, and it, I can't, for starters, it was a really hard thing to do, mm-hmm. but I also, it was really helpful since that's happened, I've found that my anxiety levels have got rocketed yeah, right. and I'm throwing myself into work yep. and it's been wonderful because I'm, you know, so many things are happening with our work and yep. my brain's going at a hundred million miles an hour, Yep. but I almost feel like that's helping me cope with it, but there's probably something underneath there where I'm not sleeping and it's probably not a very good thing as yeah. well, you know, to try yep. and cope with it all. Well, I mean, everybody has their own coping and management techniques. Mm. Um, for some people, it's to get themselves, make themselves extremely busy. And I'm the same as you. I just, yeah. like, I have to do everything all yeah. the time. I'm so busy. Yeah. And then I just swab for a bit by myself. And yeah. I'm like, and I'm busy again yeah. and everything's fine. Yeah. I mean, in some people, it sort of, for some people, it results in them being almost feeling like a sense of helplessness where they mm. literally stop doing all the things that they love and enjoy and interacting with the world. And I think either extreme is probably not the greatest. Mm. But, I mean, I suspect with sad events in your life, you'll, you will have the time to grieve and feel it when the time is right to grieve and feel it. Because I think initially you're probably also maybe in a bit of shock as well. I think so. I think my body's in shock too. Yeah, we were, of course. And, and just we were heading down this one this path yeah. where we were yeah. thinking, okay, well, at some point we're going to have to have someone else come into the business to do some of my work because I'm going to be busy dealing yep. with kids and yep. and or how am I going to cope with all of yep. that? And so you kind of change your whole outlook on based where, on what you think your yeah, future is going to turn exactly. out like, exactly, and where the where your life's going to be in like six to nine months. Yeah. Um. And so for me, like you know, because you're like me, you like to forward plan. Oh, I love our it. Husband man's. So yep. much. Yeah. yeah. We're really into the forward planning. And so I'd planned everything out, ordered things online and done all this stuff. And oh, so you man, kind of, so hard. yeah, it's stupid. I was too early to do that. But anyway, I did. So, mm. and so then I have to like reframe my brain from that and mm-hmm. change my plans again. Mm-hmm. And then also physically, I think my body's like, because for women, particularly hormones are like a of crazy course. thing that affects the way you think. So there's this that is that whole layer plus there's the emotional layer of sorting through, you know, how I feel about it. And so my body's just gone, let's just work a lot mm. and not sleep. The thing is, and that stuff is messy and it also takes time. Mm. So, I mean, your option 
your other option, I guess, is to sit idly, but I don't think that would serve you because you are a busy person. person. You like to be involved in things. So routine and work in particular is really, is really helpful in those situations. Mm. And when you need to like pull back a little bit, you will. Yeah. It's just, but I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't know whether like I, I guess I'm, I can't really speak for all of our listeners, but I think I was certainly inspired and really admire you for what you did. Aww, and I mean, um, to some of our audience who have emailed or written in, um, those messages are beautiful and I completely agree with everything that you're saying. Yes, Claire is amazing. Oh, and I mean, I my, my friends too who have listened to the podcast but aren't necessarily like us and respond to things, yeah. um, they were pretty amazed as well. So, I mean, I think – it's almost you've done a service to the rest of humanity because I think – No, in all seriousness, I mean that. I think people often go through these situations in their lives and they're hard. They're so hard mm. and you feel alone and you feel like the only person in the world that this is happening to and, oh, why is my life so hard and yeah. I can't this has happened to me and, you know, but shitty things happen. All the friggin' time. All the friggin' time. Life is a bitch. <laughs> I should say that's terrible. <laughs> no, but they, though. they do. And like mm. that's, I think what you're saying, because all the emails and messages I've got from couples too, not just from women, yeah, yeah. just from blokes, even blokes talking about their mums or like couples emailing mm. in together to just say thank you because um, – and I want to get around to responding to everybody. I kind of emotionally haven't been able to go yeah, back into that space, but I will respond to everybody because the level of um, experiences that people have shared with yep. me has just been so wonderful and it has made me glad that I did release yeah. that episode because it yep. sat on my computer for a few days. I wasn't sure if I was going to. and. Yep. Yeah, and it made me feel less alone. All those emails and, and people responding it just – and even people who hadn't been through what I've been through but mm. have had other hard experiences or haven't had hard experiences yeah. but just in solidarity were like, it's okay, mate, we're here for you. Thank yeah. you for sharing and we're all thinking of you at this time. And James, my husband, was the same, just got overwhelmingly amazing emails and messages. And it really made me think about how wonderful people are mm. and in – on a broader world context, when things like Charlottesville are happening and mm. all the stuff that's happening in the world, it makes me go, you know what? People are good. Oh, yeah. People are good. And, and they just know, want to feel connected to something. Yeah, and you exactly, know? and together. And, yeah. I, and I think that, yeah, nine times out of ten, everybody's got really, you know, kind of good intentions mm. and and are really wonderful. And so it's just inspired me and made me feel really sort of looked after or something. Mm. It's just been, I'm so glad I did it. It was not, I was, and I debated with James about releasing it and I wasn't sure. And I'm really, really glad that I did. Mm. I mean, it was really, it was really quite a scary thing to do. Um, but it was a really, it's been a really wonderful, um, thing. And cause I just really do believe in being honest and yep. being who yep. you are and sharing your experiences. Cause when we share, we find more commonality and then we're yep. more connected and, you know, and then I, cause I think if it had, if it had happened to me and I'd known someone else who'd been through it and actually I did one of my really good friends had been through it and I spoke to her about it and it was so wonderful because it makes you feel like, okay, there's someone else who gets it yeah. and understands yep. and yep. yeah. So thanks everybody out there. Mm. It was really lovely. So 
Yeah, and uh, it's nearly half an hour. Oh, you and I, we love to chat. <laughs> we love to talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. Uh, yeah, so I guess final lesson out of this episode. I am going to take copious notes about all the things you said about children. <laughs> um, okay. But I think just for me is learning learning those lessons, like mm. like dealing with the experience and then growing and learning from it, I think is probably what I'm going to take from this because in a few weeks' time, I promise to report back on hopefully a triumphant class or a spectacular (laughs) failure. Bring the tissues. Oh, yeah. (laughs) No, you'll be wonderful. (laughs) You just have to be yourself. You really do. You just have to be yourself, I think, and be nice and firm and clear. Yeah. And you'll be great. Yeah. Yeah, it's – yeah, and I will report back on how I go with all of these business negotiation yep. thingies that I'm and I'm doing at the moment. So yeah, I think I've taken from you this week of making sure I'm in this adult world that mm. I'm embarking into, which is really scary, <laughs> to make sure that I get everything in writing. Yes. And anything that anyone says to me, put it in an email, send it to me in writing mm. so that I can go back and go, but no, you said this. Yes. And and refer to it back and also not be so hard on myself and frame it as learning. Yeah. Like you were saying, I think. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Definitely. Yeah. Um, keeps people accountable, the writing stuff. It really does. Yeah. Um, and the good thing about adults is that in the workplace, they have to be. Yes. <laughs> with kids. Yeah. As I said. There's a, hmm. It's a whole different ball Yeah. 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 No one's going to care if you email like yeah. their superior. <laughs> I mean, I guess you... I guess tell your mum. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, that is something that I use. Uh, but that's but you can't see with kids, and this is a whole digression. But you only have a certain number of cards in your deck. Yeah. One of them is the call to the parent. Yep. And the meeting with the parent mm-hmm. with them there. One of them is the sounds awful, but not embarrassing them necessarily in front of their peers, mm. but pointing out what they've done wrong in front of their peers and and having people be disappointed in their behaviour. Yep. That sounds awful, but sometimes that works. Oh, no, I think, like, I mean, my parents were both teachers and that was quite an effective tool oh, yeah. for them. It's a bit of shaming. Yeah. It's awful. <laughs> it's awful to say, but it's a dog eat dog world out there. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you would know this with parents and teachers, but – and. Yeah, so that those 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 cards are good. The other one is if you're not the classroom teacher, talking to the classroom teacher, yeah. staying in at lunchtime, picking up papers on yard duty. Oh. But that's probably like it. There's yeah. not that many, <laughs> particularly in primary school. There's not like levels of detention yeah. and unless you're at a, pretty, a particularly fancy private school. Mm. So yeah, you've probably got like five or six cards okay. up there, and you don't want to go. Ru- or, or actually, there's another. The, the first kind of step on the rung is like saying their name or whatever. But then the moving them from the group, like getting them to sit by themselves, mm. is another one. Yeah, but, okay. but there's not that many, so you don't want to jump to the. I'm going to call your mum <laughs> if they haven't put their hands up. You have to save that one for when it gets real. Bad. <laughs> like when someone's punched someone. Okay. <laughs> or, yeah, or some of the crazy things. One, one day I will tell you some of the insane things that happened to me. Like, do you know one time I had a kid come at me with a hockey stick? Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, generally kids are awesome. <laughs> so I don't want to say that they're not. But, yeah, there's been some crazy times. But anyway, yeah, we should, <laughs> let's not finish there on Claire getting a chuckle with a hockey stick. <laughs> I also love teaching to, so much. And good luck. <laughs> Thank good you. Good luck. Thank you. Good Go. luck to you. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. I was going to call you sir. <laughs> oh good luck, sir. <laughs> Thank you, madam. 
Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Like lady, <laughs> lady Tonti. Oh. The Lady Tonti, yeah. Oh, yeah, if anyone wants to see that article as well, it's in Media Week. Oh, yes. Yeah, yes. and our faces are all in there and everything. Very exciting. Like real people. With oh, cool. my goodness. Okay, chat to you next time, guys. Okay, bye. Bye. You've been listening to a podcast called Just Make the Thing with Claire Tonti and Chanel Luchev. Thanks for tuning in this week. It's been so wonderful getting lots of emails. Remember to send us through. If you've got something you're making or attempting to make, send it through and we'll share it on our Twitter at Make the Thing or on our Facebook page at Just Make the Thing. And just to be cheeky, if you like our show, we would love you to leave us a review, preferably five stars. That just helps us um, be found in the iTunes rating system so other people can listen to our show and it also just makes us feel good. So that would be amazing if you've got the time. And uh, you can also email us at justmakethethingpod at gmail.com. And once again, I just wanted to thank everybody who wrote in after I released that really sad uh podcast episode Um, I was so nervous to do it and I'm just so grateful to everybody for sharing their own experiences because I think there are so many experiences that we have as human beings that are very common and sometimes we just don't talk about them so it definitely made me feel less alone and helped me work through what I was going through and I think it might have helped some other people too out there going through similar things so We're all in this together, as uh, the famous song goes. So thanks, guys, um, and I'll see you next time. Bye. are on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365 day returns